on June 23rd of this year, I celebrated four years uh, alcohol-free, which is a really big deal uh, for someone who had a lifelong, and lifelong being since 13, uh, love affair with alcohol and drinking. Um, it was the thing that uh, never disappointed me, uh, never, was always there, you know, was never not there. Uh, didn't abandon me, like all these things, right? It was kind of my place to go when I was happy, when I was celebrating, when I was sad, when I was mad, when I was, you name it, going through any transition, um, feeling sorry for myself, feeling proud of myself, all of that. So when I decided to give it up, good Lord, scared out of my mind, what am I going to do? How am I going to manage like all of these emotions that I have kind of numbed out for you know, 30, 25, 30 years. So, you know, you go to AA and, um, or I went to AA and listened in the rooms and got a sponsor and, and worked the steps, uh, walked a, another woman through the, through the steps in the book and learned a lot of really important um, tools from other women in the room by suggestion. And one of those was meditation. I was kind of like, okay, well, <laughs> meditation's hard for me. I mean, I like it. I've done it here and there when I've done trainings and they've had it. And normally it's like just a way to help me fall asleep. And I like to use it to fall asleep. That's the one thing I know I've done meditation for was I, I have it on. And, and for me and the kids, often that would be a great way for everyone to fall asleep. But I had never done it with like an intention in mind. Um, and I didn't necessarily start out on this practice with an intention in mind. I was just, you know, kind of doing what I was uh, being told in some way. <laughs> I was like, okay, that sounds like a good idea. Um, and so I can't remember how I found this particular app, but um, I found Headspace. I downloaded it and have been using it pretty consistently for the past four years. A um, couple things I really love about it. Uh, courses so there's all these different courses you know some of them are three weeks long um, some are ten you know ten days long um, some are less than that there are also singles so if you're kind of like okay I'm just feeling a little anxious or I want to do a quick body scan or here's an intro on breathing um, here's all of this stuff on sleep um, I mean you name it they have some sort of meditation for it they also keep track, which I love because I love it when I'm like, oh my God, I've had like 57 straight days of meditating. Like, that's amazing. And it helps me kind of say, well, how has this last couple months been in general for you? And when I kind of get off the wagon to be like, well, how has this, you know, you can scale it a little bit better because you know, you know, how many, how many days in a row or how many minutes total. You know, I love checking my um, app to, to see how many days it's been since I've had a drink. Makes me excited. Uh, makes me not want to lose that, right? There's something about that number. And so I like to also see how, um, how much I've meditated because it's like, wow, that's really good. You put a lot of energy and effort into this practice. Um, and over time, the intention of this practice has been, for me personally, has been to um, lessen my anxiety, lessen my uh how reactionary <laughs> it's like my word it's not like it's even a word i'm very reactive um, and i wanted to lessen that 
I have also wanted to be able to be a little bit more calm in the face of um, big emotions or fears that I might be having. So I recently faced a lifelong fear of mine um, by taking a surf lesson. And surfing's not the fear, the fear is the ocean and all the creatures within said ocean. Um, so the getting in the ocean is very scary for me. And so I, I signed up for myself. I thought this was really important for me to model for my children. Now that we live in Maui, we should be in the water and taking advantage. Um, so when I did it, you know, I did the whole thing, it was very exhausting, um, you know, caught a wave and wiped out. And I remember not being scared. <laughs> like uh, I wasn't panicked in the way that I often am when I find myself in water like that. I start freaking out and partly I didn't have the time because I was so focused on I got to flip my board over and I got to get back on the board and uh, I don't want to get hit by another wave but I wasn't scared it was just okay these are the things I need to do and I can I prove it to you no but I truly believe that my daily meditation practice has significantly was a significant help uh, when I was in the water the other day and not getting panicked I was out there, you know, in the channel on my board, waiting my turn for my instructor to call me out. And then up pops a, a, a turtle, turtle's head, right? Normally, again, I would have panicked and wanted to get myself back on shore. Turtles don't scare me, but good God, that is a, a very big uh, creature with me. And I wasn't scared and I sat in the beauty of it. So here's what we know about meditation. There's been really great studies done and uh, a lot of benefit for people who use meditation. But I also wanna point out, I don't believe just meditating is the answer. Because if we just lived by ourselves and never had to interact with anybody and could meditate for like six hours a day, that would be amazing. But we live in a world where we actually have to communicate with others and we have to understand and validate others' feelings. And so meditation isn't a way to just kind of, oh, well, now I can feel better about the situation. Um, it is a way to quiet the mind. It is a way to bring mindfulness uh, and awareness to events and, and reactions, right? So if, going back to me as the example, my goal and intention over some time was like, okay, I want to be able to have the event happen, have some space and time in my brain and then within my like central nervous system to not get activated and flooded, to be able to say, well, what, how do I want to respond? How do I want to react? Do I not need to react? Right? Like I want that time and meditation has helped create that for me more often than not. Not 100% of the time. But enough that I notice it and my family has noticed it. And not, not necessarily that they've said that directly to me. I can, I can check the temperature of my family. I know I often set the tone. So by me being really aware of those things and doing what can I do so that I do my best to keep the tone in a more more positive and more thoughtful, mindful way, right? Let's, let's not just react, let's think about it and then react and meditation helps us get there. It also helps us make some changes in the wiring 
And the research has also shown it can actually shrink your amygdala. And your amygdala is the fear-based center in your brain. When that is activated is when we get into fight or flight and when our prefrontal cortex shuts down. So most of, you know, the history of this world in the caveman brain has been, right, like something bad. You're kind of looking out for the threats. So we're still in that caveman brain and that we have this negativity bias. So we have about what? I think it's 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts in a day. Of those, 80% are negative. And 95% of them are thoughts from the day before. So we are really prone to scan for what's going wrong and threats and negativity unless we are willing and able to do something about that. So if we're like, okay, well, I, I, do ha I do struggle with a lot of worry. Now, I'm going to make a quick little point. If you have a lot of trauma, there, this can help, but there's also right therapy. <laughs> and a lot of amazing uh, trauma therapy modalities, particularly EMDR, right? So I don't want you to think, okay, so I'm just, just meditate and I will be fine. However, a lot of us are prone to worry because again, we're in this like negativity bias. And so if we can say, okay, well, I want to try to do something. Can I, you know, again, bring that awareness so I don't just go straight to worry that my amygdala isn't so sensitive and getting activated. And this is so very important in relationships because we in conflict go from zero to a hundred. We hear something, we react. This can be a valuable tool in your toolbox when it comes to your relationship and how you show up in conflict, particularly. You know, it also helps you just be more aware of, of everything <laughs> because you are trying at some level too to quiet some of those negative thoughts or you are learning tools to when they come in, how can I sit? Be quiet, honor those thoughts, and then keep it moving with my day. So we're not so inundated with all of the like, oh my God, so many things in my brain, which then results in us creating tons of distractions. Because I don't want to sit still with all of these thoughts, so I'll just, you know, add to my responsibilities. I will... Um, sit on my phone for 17 hours or I'll binge watch something or I'll read a book or I will, you know, cannot just sit with the feelings. So it's all kind of like a circular loop here. It's like if we aren't doing these things, you can see then, okay, I'm disconnecting. If I'm disconnecting, I'm not, you know, creating rituals of connection with my partner. Um, we are not then maintaining our friendship and intimacy and our dating level. Um, so when we do have conflict, it probably gets pretty heated because we haven't had a lot of positive interactions. So I get, I mean, I don't get, I'm not going to say that anymore. <laughs> I'm 
I'm kind of over it. I'm overhearing meditation is, is too woo-woo and it's not for me and I can't do it, especially if you haven't tried. And I don't mean try it one time in a silent room. I mean, give it some time, you know, download the app, do a, a three-week course, see what comes from it, see how you feel. I mean, if anything, it's, it's not going to hurt. It will likely help, and it will also help you create a little bit of space for yourself, some time for yourself, even if that means you get a little catnap. I mean, that's not necessarily the goal, but sometimes that's the you know end result, which means that's what you needed. So what am I saying? I am saying I would like everybody who ha hears this to find some kind of meditation app, uh, website, uh, whatever, recordings that you can find. And set a goal for yourself with an intention and some action steps. So if you're like, hey, I'd really like to stop kind of um, ruminating on the situation, or I'd like to stop worrying um, so much about you know, my kids. Okay, so my, that's what I wanna do and intentionally so that I can like actually be present and, and connect with them. I'm gonna work on this through some meditation practice and just see if that helps. Because within that practice, you're also gonna be given other tools that they will say, once you do, you know, if you start to think off or you get into worry, sit down, look at a pebble. There's all these really cool tools I'm not going to try to do for you, but that you will be able to use and then build upon your practice. So if initially you're like, yeah, that's me, Beth. I'm not, I'm that person that would be like, that's woo woo. Like, come on, try it. Just try it. And I am fairly certain, if not 100% certain, that it will have at least some positive effect in your life. All right, any questions about it, feel free to reach out. Um, and good luck. Mm -hmm.